Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 221, thank you Brant, of the No Podcast. Uh, we are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game and number counting podcast. Tonight, 2022 THQ Nordic Showcase. Is Sony making a PC launcher? Question mark. Full Sega Genesis Mini 2 game list. There are some great titles on there. Embracer Group title. goes on. What's that? It's one great title. There's one great title. That's it. <laughs> I know. The one title I saw, I'm like, oh, God. Cesar's not going to shut up about it this episode. He finally gets what he wants. Uh, on that note, uh, I tagged him in a tweet from a certain popular individual <laughs> with that news. And then our tweet had, Cesar, what was it, like 3,000 views at that point? Yeah. <laughs> People were commenting on it left and right. <laughs> Cinti fam. I think there's like Cinti a hashtag Cinti fam somewhere in there. <laughs> they just don't know about Cinti, man. That's a hard-ass game to get. Cinti fam. Uh, Embracer Group goes on spending spree. What's new on Game Pass? Another question mark. And this N64 game is making waves on Nintendo Switch Online. Uh, we're actually going to cut this podcast short and play <laughs> that title now. So hopefully you're watching the, the live feed. See you. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Let's go. Adios. <laughs> we have to do Cesar's audios. Uh, I'm, of course, one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster and um, Wave Racing Enthusiast. Wave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not caught. <laughs> I, I can't even say it out loud. <laughs> oh, man, there was a good joke on Twitter, but I'm not even going to use it. Um, no, let's not do it. <laughs> yeah, don't don't. Say- don't say that, sir. Did you see it, Brant? <laughs> I did. I, I saw it. You tagged me, I believe. Oh, Brant, you <laughs> might be our resident wave, uh, Rossiste, wave, wave race Rossiste. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that term, but they need to rethink that. I was trying to call Brant out. Brant immediately questioned my. I was trying to make sure we had the right number of the podcast. <laughs> you quit. <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> I questioned you. Man, he was quick with it. What? You think I'm wrong? Uh, Brant keeps us in order. Brant, thank uh, you for being so uh, on to the details and very meticulous. That's Speaking right. of which, also joining us in his own meticularity, Cesar Concepcion the second, our resident page master. Hello. The forgotten McCulkin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it one episode without a McCulkin joke, I promise. Yep. We'll it's get there. This, it's not this one. Oh, God, let's jump right to it. 2022 THQ Nordic Showcase 2022. Uh, what's the big takeaway from this? There, this comes Bunch from of games. Yeah, this comes from VideoGamesChronicle.com. There was a ton of shit. Jordan Midler notes that Alone in the Dark, the long-rumored current-gen reboot of the classic horror franchise, was the highlight. Also shown off was AEW Fight Forever, a return to wrestling game tradition for THQ and developer Ukes. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, I feel like. Yeah. It was one of the worst kept secrets, right? Like you could pre-order it three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else did we get out of that? A new Tempest game? That is not Tempest. That's an RTS. Tempest Rising is a base-building, real-time strategy game set in modern-day alternative history war scenario. All right, what else we got? Space for Sale. What the hell is that? Uh, follow an astronaut on a mission to explore strange new worlds, seek out new life, and build real estate uh, on alien worlds. Sounded like you were reading the Star Trek <laughs> intro monologue, right? Kind of sound like an Elon Musk tweet. <laughs> <laughs> He's making a game. 
called Space for Sale because he's probably trying to purchase it. Yeah. Um, and they note that it's uh, being developed for PC by Mirage Game Studios, um, Sweden, known for Little Big Workshop. Uh, Rec Station, a new game uh, from Fields Entertainment. New team made up of developers behind Burnout and Need for Speed. Combines the two in the new game, Rec Station. That's exciting just because of their pedigree. Yeah. Yeah, Burnout Burnout and who else? Need for Speed vets? Need for Speed, yeah. Yeah. And it's only, I think it's a budget game. I think it's like 40 bucks or 50 bucks or something on next gen. Yeah. This gen, whatever, wherever we're at current, at this point. Current gen. Current gen. Let's see. Up we have a new game that's uh, being developed for PC, PS5, Xbox Series console by Acclaim Interactive. Uh, game is Gothic. Oh, I heard Acclaim at first. <laughs> I was like, like Acclaim Studio? I know, Acclaim. <laughs> the old bad Acclaim Studio. <laughs> what is that? Al- Al- Alchemia? Alchemia Interactive? Uh, Have you ever played one of these Alchemia, gothic games? Yeah, I, I, as soon as I looked like at it, I'm like, eh, claim. This is not a new series. I know they made some more titles. Yeah, they, they, not, there was one on 360, I believe. Yeah. yeah. They I do know that as it's, well. it's the remake of the most iconic German RPG ever. So Okay. I'll take German uh, RPGs yeah. for 400. <laughs> Swords. S-words. holy shit brant we're off to we're off to a ripping start on this episode uh next we have jagged alliance 3 combines a strategy campaign with turn-based tactical combat and rpg elements uh it's being developed uh for pc um by he he mount Emmy Mount, Mount? Mount Games. Mount. Yeah, sure. It's a weird ass. Uh, Outcast 2, A New Beginning. Uh, Cutter Slade is on a new mission again. The Talons are fighting a war against Cutter humans. Slade. Invaders. Slade. Cutter Slade. Cutter Slade. <laughs> Cutter Slade. Like the most Slade. 1990s, early 2000 action film main character name ever. Yes, this is the edgiest fucker you will ever see come across the video game screen. Like the fucking antagonist from a triple x movie <laughs> the Vin Diesel. What you have to cutter stop slade? cutter slade he does sound like yeah he sounds like he's either the edgy protagonist or the super villain mm-hmm. uh being developed by appeal studios outcast 2 a new beginning is coming soon to pc ps5 and the xbox series consoles did you guys watch this can you elaborate on any of these i didn't no, watch not it really I saw I the Alone in the Dark and the next one yeah. Brian's going to talk about. Yeah, I, the biggest ones I saw were Alone in the Dark and SpongeBob the Cosmic Shake. <laughs> um, Why do they off, look like they have rabbits' faces? I don't know. It's it's coming <laughs> off it the like, right? coming off the heels of uh, the the last uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom rehydrated. It's a brand you enjoy, new. You enjoyed, right, Brian? Oh yeah, good yeah. ass game. Uh, it's a brand new. Uh, 3D platformer coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch. Uh, sees SpongeBob and Patrick traveling to a multitude of different wish worlds, uh, each which is with its own Does setting mean, and man? rules. I'm not sure what wish worlds are. I'm trying to go to another one now as we speak. 
not a this is not a <laughs> remake, right? This is a fresh. This, this is a brand new game. French American new. So kind of kind of following the formula we've seen the past couple generations, like see if you can recreate the old one, make it a HD updated version, and then we'll give you a crack at the we'll give you a crack at a at a new one with that same IP. Nobody will make fucking Croc, but they'll. Oh. So we need a Croc remake first. We need a Croc yeah. collection. Yeah, we do. We get Bubsy like remade a million times, but we don't get Croc. Why does Bubsy keep coming back? Oh, Cesar's no. right. We even got Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. I, I, I tricked myself into buying Bubsy. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, Bubsy. Buying Bubsy. <laughs> Still <laughs> the same ass game, man. I love oh, Bubsy on the again. Jaguar. Bubsy on the Jaguar is one of my favorite Jaguar games of all time. Same thing as 95. I'm fooled again. This game sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I will never get fooled on Bubsy 3D on PlayStation 1. That game sucks ass. Oh. <laughs> Every time I see that, I'm like, ugh. Uh, we'd already <laughs> mentioned the AEW Fight Forever, the brand new wrestling uh game uh which looks good even it if it does. was announced with a weird awkward trailer with the yeah. aew announcer guy playing in a hotel room with somebody i mean the most important thing is that this if this is on switch can we play with the 64 controllers that's the most important thing he's on to something you probably can i don't know how the buttons will be mapped but you, you there can has to be it. a 64 controller mode so i can relive my uh we used to run from, I had a good friend that, I was never into wrestling, so I didn't know the characters or anything outside of like Goldberg, because he played for University of Georgia. And his brother, my friend's brother, older brother, would play with us, and it would be us two versus him, and we'd try to beat him. And he would power at some character, and he had a kick, so it was always like, get away from the kick, because if the <laughs> kick got a hold of you, you were going down. It was one of those Ukes games, like, no, get, get, get clear of the kick, he's coming. That thing would be powered up. You'd see his leg. The leg was coming for you. If, if that kit got a hold of you, you were done. They make they make good wrestling games, in other words. Yeah. What is this, uh, Brant? Knights of Honor 2 Sovereign. Uh, let's... As many words that rhyme together in one title. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Let's players control a medieval kingdom in Europe or northern Africa and command knights, merchants, diplomats, spies, and clerics. Uh, to make your realm the most powerful in the world. This is like a poor man's civilization. Pretty much. No, it's a rich man's chess. You're literally playing chess. Listen to those descriptions. Yeah, and nice. it's coming coming to PC. I remember spies and clerics being in chess. Yeah, this is uh like this is like wizards. Three D chess. chess. Yeah, three D chess. Battle chess. For the three D O. I know somebody that rants about that game. Or the Star Trek. Was it Star Trek that had like the three-tiered one? Oh my gosh. You'd see Spock and Kirk playing in the yeah. captain's quarters. They had like the multi-tiered chessboard. Don't know the probably chess just a prop. lore from video games, so I don't think I've ever played one. A chess video game? Yeah. I'm trying to think mm. of once I ever played. They're Launch. free to play now. That's the big thing. Yeah. On, you know, chess.com has an app, that sort of thing. Probably the last one I played was the one that's built into Windows, and you did play online. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For that, yeah. Uh, launching later this month, we get the Destroy All Humans 2 reprobed. Um, I will support this. I bought that first one. I haven't played that much of it, but I'll. Yeah. I'm nostalgic for us. I sold both of these games, so it's like I have nostalgia for this, this time period, and. Uh, we're getting. A, I feel like our support is generating this renaissance of not Bubsy, not you, Bubsy. 
is generating this <laughs> renaissance of 3D platformers. Like, who would have thought we would have gotten like a redone Pac-Man world in the yep. year of our Lord 2022? I think that comes out later this Ooh. month, as a matter of fact. Or Klonoa. I mean, Klonoa is so good. Yeah. Wahoo, baby. Yeah, we're funding Wah- this. Did you get yours yet, Brent? No, it's on back order. The fuck's that even mean? <laughs> the freaking physical <laughs> editions are on back order. What we played like a month mean? ago. I got mine now. I got mine now. Too. I'm just going to buy it digital. What does that even mean? Where, where are you getting your back order stuff? <laughs> just going to buy it digital. Fuck it. Get it on PS5. Uh, okay, Probably, real At quick. this point, just be quicker for you just to fly to Europe and buy a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I know, pretty <laughs> much. Probably cheaper, too. I'm Fuck. here for my game. Sir, why are you in our country? I'm here for my game. <laughs> Send it to me. I got to fly over here. And <laughs> I get applied it. for a visa for this, man. I came over here just for Klonoa. They're like, oh, he's a chess player. He's here to play chess. Let him in. Let the man right. in. Gonna go through these last three real quick. Uh, it looks Fire. like for some reason uh, they didn't put the trailer for this in here, uh, but it does announce Way of the Hunter. Explore vast open worlds, environments, and hunt with a premium selection of firearms. And then yeah, there's. Thought I- Thought I read that wrong because there's a yeah. car featured right underneath there, but that's yeah, clearly Stunt Fest. Stunt Fest's uh, trailer seems to be posted twice. Uh, thank you, Video Games Chronicles. Um, uh, Stunt Fest <laughs> World Tour. 18 players compete against each other uh, in an elimination based stunt show through various game modes uh, developed by Pow Wow Entertainment for PC. Uh, the game will be in beta soon. Uh, and then Last we have least. the Valiant player leads a band of brothers through oh. medieval Europe. A new brothers and brothers. Oh god! Oh. Medieval Europe. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> Wrong era of Europe. I need war torn Europe for my band of brothers. Uh, to stop a mad see? villain. Weren't they supposed to relaunch that long ago, Richard? Yeah, but it was like a gearbox joint. Remember, it was like a asynchronous gearbox. They were cartoonish and stuff. Did that thing just that disappear? Right. I haven't thought about that in forever. You remember that, Brant? Yeah. The cartoon brothers in arms, like they look like Ghostbusters, yeah, like animated Ghostbusters. <laughs> uh, they note that this is developed by Kite Games, uh, and that it will be coming uh, soon to PC. And that wraps up THQs. That looks like a PS2 screenshot. I did not watch the trailer. That is not an accurate description of the Valiant from Kite Games, but that clip on the YouTube thing that is attached there looks like a PS2 screenshot. Yeah, it does. Good job, THQ Nordic. Yes. Next up. You're back. They're back in action. They're releasing more tie the Tasmanian Tiger games. They're back to releasing the exact same games they released 10 <laughs> Yes, more destroy all humans. <laughs> and Kingdom of Amalur. Yeah, they were the kings of those like Nickelodeon titles, weren't they? They had yeah. that license for all that stuff. Uh, next up from The Verge and Tom Warren. Doesn't he usually write for Windows Central? Or is he the Verge guy? He's the he's Verge, the Verge guy. guy. Okay. He's just the Microsoft uh, Verge guy. Microsoft Verge guy, right. Uh, PlayStation PC launcher references spotted in Spider-Man Remastered for PC. Sony could be working on its own PlayStation PC launcher. References to a PlayStation PC launcher have been discovered in the recent release of Marvel Spider-Man Remastered on PC. And VGC has verified the references are legitimate. I'm glad that VGC reported this and we have the Verge link. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Tom Warren. We could have just read the, the VGC article. A uh, potential PC launcher for her PlayStation games would complement Sony's PC push. Sony wants around half of its games to be on PC and mobile by 2025. The company has been vocal about moving all these games over. 
blah, blah, blah. A launcher would allow Sony to maximize its revenue in PC games, but it could also enable features like cross-buy and PlayStation Network integration. You can't put those in Steam. It just won't it won't work with they don't have like a PlayStation API built into Steam to reflect those things. Probably not. I mean, I think their biggest thing would probably be tie to subscription service. So yeah. That would be the biggest okay. thing. Not only that, Steam gets what, thirty percent? I think it's something like that. They they take thirty percent. So any way they can kind of get off of that and, and keep yeah. you know most of that revenue for themselves. Yep. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I think the most important thing is the subscription service because the same thing with Microsoft with their PC Game Pass is through their Microsoft Store. It's not you can't use PC Game Pass through Steam. So. Right, and I think I've been bitching for years about Game Pass games had to go on your C drive, and I think they recently changed that. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, I do, I do get that because PlayStation Network's like a known entity, right? When people were bitching about all these launchers, you didn't have a history of like 15 years worth of a Bethesda account or, um, who else did one? Shit, I used to have a bunch of them on here. But all those launchers, memories, people crying about having different launchers on their desktop. Yeah. PlayStation would be, I think, one that kind of could stand on its own as a PC entity like that. So, it I mean, and the, the revenue, yeah, the revenue part just is seems like a no-brainer for them so that they don't have to go that route. Uh, Sony hasn't officially commented on any PlayStation PC launcher plans, but the company did recently launch an official website dedicated to PlayStation PC games. The next games are Miles Morales and Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. At some point this year, we do not know exactly when. But I think it's already kind of been confirmed that that Last of Us remake is supposed to be coming to uh, PC as well. Makes sense. Is it going to have a delay? It seems like some of their marquee titles have like a delay. Yeah. I think it's going to just be PS5 for, for a little bit, and then... But, like they said, the, they, the they want the a bunch of warriors. Them. Yeah, they want a bunch of them on there. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. It's another platform, and there's parody, and they're doing... seems like they're doing a great job. I think Horizon was the only one that really launched kind of in a rough state, and they've yeah patched it, and they've they seem to have, like, a dedicated... Is it Sony in-house that's publishing, or developing these or do they have like a port studio wizard is there like an asper of of playstation titles that you guys know of um i'm not sure as far as i know it it seems to be all in-house they bought all those studios remember recently like two studios that dealt with pc development exclusively bungie i think if you look at the one for spider-man if you look on there i think they they're listed as part of the developers okay because they handled it all together but i think that's their specialty is pc porting so they do have like an asper of back in the day I don't remember what the name of the group is, but I mean, this is the ones that they, one of the companies they acquired recently. Gearbox kind of made their bread and butter doing that as well uh, many moons ago. Why are we bringing up Gearbox so much? Because uh, you, you want them to make you another uh, Band of Brothers. I want them to make me another Tales of the Borderlands, but that'll never happen either. So uh, Nexus, Nexus Software. That Nexus, one? that sounds right. <laughs> Uh, next up, this comes from Sauramanu at Gamatsu. Man, that guy's churning out articles over there. Sega Genesis, Mega Drive, Mini 2, final Japanese titles, and full North American games list announced. Some game crusader of... I don't even know what that is. Space Harrier 2. Something of Yeah, Insanity. Crusader of Insanity. 
yeah. of sanity. Uh, Space Harrier Dose versus Puyo Puyo Sun and more. Sega has announced the final titles, 45 to 60, included with the Japanese version. Uh, those titles are, of course, we're not going to read the ones we already had before. Atomic Runder, Crusader of Sinti, which Cesar single-handedly brought amongst the masses by campaigning every week for that title. Devi and P. Pi, Granada, Honu no Tiokyu Dodge Donpai. Tried with that one. Midnight Resistance, Party Quiz Mega Q 2022, Party Quiz Sega Q, Ranger X, which is a good title. Space Harrier 2, which I think had like uh, some improvements made to the code to be able to run on Genesis. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that the scaling or something wasn't originally going to be able to run on native Genesis hardware. Uh, Star Cruiser, Super Locomotive versus Puyo Puyo Sun. And then for Sega slash Mega CD titles, we have Captain Tsubasa, Night Trap, <laughs> and Silky Lip. And that is added to all the other titles that you had on this. But as Cesar noted on Twitter and many, many, many other people confirmed, it is well worth the price of admission for Crusader of Sinti alone. A very expensive um, Zelda-esque role-playing game for the Genesis. We're all excited. Brent, did you jump? Are you getting one? Oh, yeah. I jumped. Yeah. And then saw something about like it finally being posted on Amazon for like 99 Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you were supposed to, like, cancel your pre-order and re-pre-order. But I wasn't even going to take that. <laughs> I, I, we we like, all did the same thing. None of us took that chance. I was like, there is no way I'm going to cancel my pre-order and try to reorder for it to go. Sorry, it's, you know, it's I'm a, sold out. I'm assuming all of us, we all got in, like, a month and a half ago at this mm-hmm. point. On the, Where it was, like, the 103-something yeah. And some change, yeah. And so I thought you were in this thread, uh, Brent, when it when the official Amazon went up at ninety nine, when the twenty one dollars shipping or whatever. I was like, I text Cesar. I was like, I don't know. I think I'm gonna eat the five or six dollars <laughs> yeah. and just leave mine in there because it won't let you add a second one. You can't order no, a second because that's initially what I was gonna was gonna try to do. And then uh, I'm like, there's no way in hell I'm canceling that. And then <laughs> the one for me. So I got did it really. You do have your you have your backup then, yeah. If you know somebody who's not getting them, got not getting it to get them to order it for you. Has it sold out yet? Have y'all seen? Because they're only making a tenth of the amount that they made yeah. for the Genesis Mini. I guess people don't care about them anymore, or it doesn't have, it doesn't have the right uh, library of games for no. people to go crazy for. People They'll look, hack it. People looking at twenty dollars shipping to so fuck that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the, the price of admission. They were very upfront about that. You know, if it's gonna be if it's gonna be an added fee for normal Prime members or whatever. They've been very upfront about that since the very very beginning. I don't mind something like that, especially with a niche item. They had Somebody the Turbo Graphics. They were the only ones with the Turbo Twenty twenty two. They ain't paying for fucking shipping off Amazon if they're prime customers. Yeah, but you got to realize, like, they're special making these things, and we we didn't think we were gonna get it for several months, mm-hmm. and then uh, it was confirmed. No, it's, not, it's, it's not about us. I just know that's that's what a lot of like some of my, the people in my job are not doing it because they're not they're like, they're not paying. For they want it, but not for twenty. I'm a prime member. I'm not paying for shipping. It's, it's, right, the, so it's the principle that matters. What they always tell me. It's the principle that matter. <laughs> pick a pick a a better hill to die on than the one that's going to cost you. Amen. Crusader Cynthia on a modern platform. <laughs> yeah, man. There's hills I die for. I mean, if they want to die on that hill, go for it, man. But yeah, I'd true. have nobody criticize the hills I die on. So everybody that's has their everybody has their point, right? Yeah. I let them be. There's people. My job is like after the four dollar raise on Netflix. They're like, nope. I ain't paying that shit. 
So everybody's different, man. Yeah, it's true. The hill I would don is if they actually added ads to to Netflix, then I'd be out. Oh, Brant's dropping it then. Even if it's cheaper for you? Uh, if they made it cheaper, then sure, that's fine. But the the amount they keep going up, and then if they were to add throw ads on top of all that, I'd be like, yeah. nope. We need to, uh, when we start getting our Patreon funds rolling in, we need to split up all these subscriptions and stop, yeah. stop bullshitting. I, <laughs> share only subscribe, the- I only subscribe to anime stuff, man, so... The only reason why I'm still on Netflix because they got some of that bullshit stuff exclusive to them. So still have it tied to them. All right, look forward to those uh, Sega Mega Mini Drive, Mega Drive Mini Two. That comes out October, yeah. I believe. And, and funny enough, yeah. the first game I'm firing up and playing is Clay Fighter, man. So you're gonna. Hey, play I've got Clay that Fighter. behind me. Uh, the whatever fraction edition on um, N64. The what? The, the 63 and the third. Yeah, 63 and a third. <laughs> 63 and a third. Sculptor's Cut. You got the Blockbuster yeah. no, $900 not the, one. Yeah, that's that's the expensive one. I don't have that yet. Probably won't ever have that. Okay. I thought uh, Sewer Shark was announced this go-around. I didn't know that was already announced previously. I thought that was a brand-new announcement, because that's a Sony property. Sony, that was a Sony mm. ImageSoft game. Sewer Shark was. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Sony is sitting on that <laughs> lucrative Sewer Shark license. Sewer Shark. I was hoping though they were gonna uh, release a hook on there, but they didn't. Or the Mickey Mouse. Game. Oh, those are two big licenses, though. I mean, they own yeah. the hook. They own the movie hook. It's a Sony movie, so they're gonna just so, ask themselves. I mean, yeah, they could like, hey, do it for this. this. Sure. Yeah. I think Sewer Shark. Sewer Shark was a pack-in, so I think a lot of people associate Sega CD with Sewer Shark. Yeah. Because it never, it wasn't on like 3D or anything, was it? It never got ported to one of those other things. One of those other bastard early CD never came to. That should have been like a PlayStation launch title, right? That would have been perfect. Unless they seen people shit on Sewer Shark for like three three years, and they're like, "We're not we're not tarnishing the PlayStation brand with Sewer Shark." All so I know our, is when they crack this thing wide open, I'm I'm throwing all sorts of stuff at it. Yeah, because Road it's Rash. More, and, it's supposed to be more powerful oh, than yeah. the first one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Cesar, are you going to stream Crusader of Sinti for us? I can. I think I can still beat in like three hours. So you can get through it that you fast. Mm-hmm. That would be a good stream. Doesn't take long. That game's not long. Oh dear God! Embracer bought a shit ton of people. Someone played us. Arthur. Everybody but us. Uh, if they did buy us, we would be part of the J.R.R. Tolkien uh, literary universe. I would uh, campaign for Brand to voice call him. Why are we being folded directly into one of the properties? That's that's yeah. all we're good for. We're like we're like a new no Call of Duty support studio. You you three <laughs> are in charge of Lord of the Ranks. <laughs> we're having to do everything. You guys were great uh, doing your video game podcast. We need you to do maps on the new Golem game. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it was delayed. We need your talent. We need VAs for Golem. Yeah. So just assigned Brand as the Golem. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll do it. You could have been the new mocap. Uh, for Gollum, so I guess that was a compliment. <laughs> oh, who else did they buy? Coach oh, Media. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, it's Play On. That's right. They got a name change since we, I think, since we last recorded. They're not Coach Media anymore. They're yeah, they're they're Play On. Trying to go through this fucking articles, but I'm getting ads about how to remove the tinnitus from my ear with the. I'm looking at I'm looking at a list of cars that will last 250,000 miles is mine on this list. I don't know. I got to click. 
Yeah, they acquired Middle Earth Enterprises, uh, which means it owns the IP rights for Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and a bunch of Middle Earth related uh, stuff, as it says in the article. Um, I'm trying to look through this dang article. And like you said, it's just Ad City. Thank you, PC Gamer, for your for your pop-up ads. Um, yeah, it's like you said, uh, they, they bought, what, Tripwire, which did, has Killing 4 and Maneater. Um, limited Run Games. Yep, Limited Run. Uh, Tuxedo Labs, um, studio responsible for Teardown. Uh, now subsidiary of Saber Interactive. Uh, did did do? Finally, they bought Singtrix, which is also folded in there. I guess they specialize in karaoke systems. Yeah. <laughs> um, SingStar incoming. Then they bought. They didn't say it in this article, but they bought what uh, the company owns, Toplin, the shoot 'em up RPG. It's mm-hmm. like the first Japanese studios, and they made a note that they they got. And then we got was it was it Wing Zero or what's that thing called? Zero Wing. Zero Wing. Wing. Of zero wing to fame. Now, like immediately, five yeah. hours later, all your base are belong to us. Um, all your studio are. What you to say? Us. Someone set us up the bomb. Um, Embracer continues to embrace great. everybody but us. Did y'all talk about the limited run purchase? I thought that was yeah. a pretty big deal. Yeah. As I stepped away for a second, Lord of the Rings was a big get too. Yeah, they, they was was it? They bought the company who owns all the licensing to Lord of the Rings. So. Everything. So re- remember, like, uh, when the movies were coming out, there was a split with the rights. So you had like the literary side, and then you had the the movie based ones. So they sold two different licenses. So you had weird. Was it Fellowship of the Ring for the Xbox? It was a real weird game. And then the first movie one was Two Towers, which they brought yeah. in some stuff from Fellowship. But I, Which I thought that's what the one it, with the weird ass spiders. That was the Xbox exclusive one. I think that, that was, was the Hobbit. I think we were playing the Hobbit. We were smashing spiders. Xbox exclusive one. I think I have it up here. I think the, the Hobbit came out for everything. I just think we ended up playing it on Xbox for some reason. Cesar made it the Xbox exclusive. Yeah, the Fellowship of the Rings. <laughs> Is that the one we played, Cesar? Black Label Games. That might Is that it? Just- that's Maybe the one with all the spider smashing, yeah. No, I thought that was the Hobbit. I thought the Hobbit was the spider smashing. So, uh, Brant, what's the back of the case look like? I That's don't know. Spider smashing. Stream it. It might be. I don't have an OG Xbox, so. And I don't think this is backwards compatible. You don't have an original Xbox? No, I do not. Oh, Brant. We have to oh my, this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. You got a movie ticket? With a, Comes with a card. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh god, what version of Frodo oh, back into that? <laughs> it's nightmare Frodo. Got, uh, got party in the front. Was it party? Uh, party from business in the back. Bullet baggins. Bullet and Bruce Lee quest for the dragon on the back of the manual. Now available. Universal. So that was a Universal Interactive game. Who's Black Label Games? I wonder what else I don't they know. made. This is the tangents I live for on this podcast. It's weird. <laughs> Black Label Games. A giant it says, it says it's one player, so if you if y'all played it two player, it's this was not the game. Player. I think it was that that was the one. That was the one. We were handing the controller back and forth. That was the spider smashing one? That was the spider smashing one, yeah. Alright, what do we got? They made the thing for Xbox and PS2. That was a good ass game. That was a good game. Yep. 
they worked on several games, including The Thing, The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and Enclave. And I hear good things about Enclave as well. Yeah. Wow, interesting. That was, I guess that was it. Spider smashing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We've got to get Brianna Xbox now so he can stream The Hobbit and smash some spiders oh, gosh. On, on a stream. Because I remember we spat, we sat there for like the first two hours of just us killing spiders and smashing. Them. Yeah, I read the book. I was like, I watched the movie. I read the book. This never happens. I'd have no clue in what lore. Spider smashing in the, the Shire. That's all it was. He <laughs> ran around. Yeah. It was like Fable, but imagine instead of chasing chickens, you were smashing spiders. Yeah. See, I, re- I remember playing all of the movie tie-ins and loving those They're on PlayStation good. 2. Those are very good. I need to I need to rebuy them. Uh, the only one I still have that I could not part ways with was was my third favorite age. non-canonical the third age oh so fucking good the final fantasy 10 lord of the rings i loaned that to my neighbor he still has it the big uh, Tolkien game movie. man mm-hmm. all right look forward to more stuff from embracer and maybe soon we get purchased by embracer i wonder how that's going to change uh limited runs how they function <sighs> you know I was about to say, you know, a lot of them, it's just like, you know, we're buying you. We kind of fund you a little bit. We get some of the revenue. That's y'all still kind of operate over there and do what you do. But the uh, the opposite of that is like an EA purchasing you. Yeah, it's a nightmare. And they're and then, yeah, infiltrating you're, you're your screwed. studio. You're like Activision. <laughs> I mentioned earlier. Yeah, you make great games. We need you to make maps for Call of Duty. Yeah, is, uh, we love we love what you do with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Come over here and work on Call of Duty. And oh, yeah, we're going to dissolve you. Yeah. <laughs> now you make Diablo games. Oh, why am I curious? That would be that would be hard to stomach. I mean, we look at it from the this point of fans, like you know, we don't. This company proved themselves and made a quality title, and then they'll never get a chance to do that again. But on the flip side, the people who made it made it their passion project. They had the rug pulled out from underneath them. Yeah. They they had that one. Um, baby you know they had the one baby that they made and then you're coming into work doing something that you may not have been hired for initially or had the passion to do you know on that first spree so vicarious has been around for forever yeah and i mean they did they did so much good stuff we can only hope that that microsoft merger goes through and things change in a positive direction and you know phil spencer had even said that they they wanted to see some of those um old franchises you know have new life so there'd be no point to have them in your stable and misuse them like it seems like Mm -hmm. ea and activision and such the big conglomerates but they're just looking at bottom lines you know microsoft is trying to build a portfolio to build out their their stable of content services yep that's yeah. it. I distinctly remember trying to figure out some of these transactions years ago. Made it, we may have even talked about it on this podcast, and, and that's when it clicks. That's where it's like, they're just trying to get stuff like Netflix to throw into the subscription that is, you know, good or bad. Some of these titles are fodder. Like, we read some crazy games sometimes, but it's like, you never know what audience is going to get in front of and what it's going to do for that um, studio. And it's it's content. It's more things to – content is king. It's more things for people to click on and potentially engage with. So, might not be for us. Not everything is for everybody. I feel like I skipped a story. Are we to um, Game Pass? Yeah. All right, let's knock this one out. Speaking of it, uh, Microsoft. Yeah, good segue there. 
Coming soon to Game Pass, Coffee Talk, Commandos 3, HD Remaster. Immortals, Phoenix Rising, okay, I like this demo, played it on Stadia, it's my last <laughs> Stadia game. Uh, Midnight Fight Express, sure, it's probably not the best time to fight on the Express. Opus Echo of Starsong, Full Bloom Edition. Tinykin, I downloaded the demo for this, but I didn't play it. Exapunks and Immortality. I heard great things about Coffee Talk. I don't know much about any of these other ones. Is Commandos the old like PC franchise, like a RTS style? Get the guys across the map, take the... Let me see. Commandos 3 HD Remaster sends you to the relentless and unforgiving battlefields of Europe. Wow, we're back in these European battlefields yep. again. It's like oh, the, the whole episode. looks like it's from Expendables 3. Yes, that's how the Commandos games used to play. I've got one for the Xbox, but we used to play like a point-and-click one on PC that was a RTS-style thing. I think these are the RTS ones. Okay. Uh, remastered in high definition, including reworked 3D models and textures, improved controls, and refined UI. What we need that you refine you. User yes, please fix it. It was broken before. Uh, we've talked about Immortals Phoenix Rising before. Tinykin, available day one with Game Pass. Milo arrives on Earth to find out he's way too small. Everyone's gone, and a day hasn't passed since 1991. Would I accept this? <laughs> 91 is formative. Some formative years there. Yeah. Go back in time and meet baby Brant. Let him know that he's going to avoid Go back in time and cradle myself. <laughs> Wait, I'm going back. I'm fine. You're going you. back? Yeah, why are you cradling yourself? Go back. You going back to see yourself? What's happening? <laughs> Brad just wants to I'm a baby. <laughs> Looking good. Your future's bright, kid. <laughs> Brad's whispering sweet nothings to himself yeah, while he rocks himself slowly. Like, he's like, uh, he's whispering to himself, buy Sega Saturn, buy Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn. <laughs> buy this list of games. I'm leaving this list of games with you. <laughs> it's your almanac from Back to the Future. <laughs> Buy these games. Ask for a Dreamcast and a Saturn. Buy two copies of each of one of these. Get all the games and 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 keep them sealed. Go into your local uh, Funko play Land them. and ask how many uh, copies of uh, Panzer Dragoon Saga you can oh, order there. Yeah. Funko Land. Buy a bunch of Panzer Dragoon Saga and Burning Rangers. Oof. God bless Burning Rangers. Uh, DLC game updates for Naraka Blade Point, Sea of Thieves, A Hunter's Cry, and in your perks you get Crossfire X. They game that survived that nobody, none of us have played. Yeah, they stopped yeah. promoting that totally. I feel like it was at every show and then there's nothing about it. Should we try Crossfire X and stream it one day? Crossfire. Somebody did the campaign. Was it like Respawn or somebody? I don't know. Remedy. 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 Yeah, Remedy worked with them on the campaign. That's right. Multiverses MVP pack, which gets you the battle rain dog variant that we talked hey, about. Hey, there it week. is. The rain dog. Brant played as the rain dog. The waterfall banner and the dark matter ring out effect. And Halo Infinite gets you a commando rifle. Uh, Brant's favorite weapon. God. Four double XP boosts for our level 100 bodies and four challenge swaps. Um, Real quick, because it wasn't on here, but it has been uh, updated for. Game Pass Ultimate PC, uh, starting August 23rd, the Hideo Kojima Death Stranding, uh, not Director's Cut, but just the vanilla version, is coming to uh, PC Game Pass. Yeah, was it Xbox Game Pass PC? PC Mm -hmm. Game Pass Ultimate for PC? Yep. 
Oh God, leaving Game Pass. These are big titles in here. Wow. Yeah, uh, some Elite, big ones. Elite Dangerous, Hades, Mist. I didn't even know Mist was on there. I might give Mist a shot. Let's all play Mist, stream it, and fumble Gosh. through that shit together. I got, I got fun. Oh, I damn. got real Mist on Switch, man. I'll play the real Mist, but I won't pay. Real Mist. Regular Mist. NBA 2K22, Signs of the Sojourner, Sojourner, Spirit Fair, which I heard really good things about. 12 Minutes, Two Point Hospital, another big one. What Remains of Edith Finch, I love this game. And it just got a next-gen uh, update. And it takes you like two hours, so definitely play this before it leaves August 31st. Brand, have you played Edith Finch? No, I haven't yet. I need to go ahead and get on it. takes like, yeah, it takes like two we hours, like a, man. we got a couple weeks now. It's good. It is sticks with you. You know, Cesar talks about these games he's still thinking about. Edith Finch is one of those. I might give it another right. shot. Yeah. Uh, and World War Z is at the very end of that. Is that the Brad Pitt simulator? Yes. Without yeah, Brad Pitt. Where you're getting without in, Brad Pitt. Where you're getting into a fight with uh, Angelina Jolie on a plane. Oh God, no. Mm. <laughs> and she's uh, cussing and trying to sue the police because they didn't arrest you. Oh God, no. Dear God, no. Did that really happen to them, or is this part uh, of the yes, plot this of is, Mr. This is, and Mrs. This Smith? is recent news. Oh, I thought that was a plot of that current Mr. event, and Mrs. Smith movie. It had to be followed with the FBI because it happened on a plane, so it's yeah, leaking out now. They were fighting each other on a plane. Yeah, they got into some kind yeah. of disagreement. He was drunk or something, and yeah. Oh, <laughs> she's mad because they didn't arrest him. World War Angelina. It was like it was right right at the end of their marriage. So they're back on the splits again. They've been split for like six or seven years. Where have I been? On the internet? I don't know. I'm sure J-Lo and uh, what's-his-name aren't back together yet. Batman. J-Lo and Batman? J-Lo and Batman. You've never seen that one? (laughs) Came after Batman Forever? Last but not least... What got added to Nintendo Switch Online? There was a question mark at the end of that, I believe. Yes. It is the one, the only, Wave Race 46. We, of course, speak of Wave Race 64, a franchise we thought Nintendo had long forgotten. Don't sweat it. We've been crying about this game for a couple months, too, right? Wanting them to add it to Switch Online. It was like a launch. That was a launch title, wasn't it? Shortly thereafter, yeah, it was in it was in that launch window. Yeah. It's a it's a good game. Yep, definitely shows off were, the hardware. While people were waiting for Mario Kart and stuff, this was a mm. this was a big one. I think this isn't the first the first two sixty four games I played were Mario and Shadows of the Empire, but this was the third. I'm pretty sure this was the third sixty four game I I played. The first baseman on my little league team had a sixty four, and. uh I remember playing wave racing. It was just like, you've never seen anything like this with the wave physics and water effects. And it looks so damn good. It's wave race still holds up. I know Cesar's played it. Have you played any of it, Brant? Oh yeah. Yeah. You fired it up just for the podcast. Played a little bit. So what's everyone's history with the sequel, the GameCube sequel? Never really played it. Might be worth checking out. That that was interesting. So, I still wonder with some of these titles if they're testing the waters. Ah, <laughs> so we got F Zero, Wave Race. Maybe we get Pilot Wings. Was Pilot Wings sixty four any good? I just want to play another Pilot Wings. That's all I care yeah. about. Yeah, 
I played a good bit of the Super Nintendo one and the and the 3DS one. The 3DS one was fantastic. It was the a good game. Very good. That's probably the one I put the most time in. Yes. Good use of 3D and everything. Uh, this comes from this news comes from Sal Romano at Gamatsu. He notes Wave Race 64 first launch for Nintendo 64. Uh, we'll do the US one November 4th, 1996. A young me was almost 10. Um, here's an overview. It's fast and fluid racing game. Everybody knows what. Oh, yeah. Wave Everybody racing knows race. Wave Race. I'm not going through this. Good ass game. Great water physics. You really feel it. Uh, Cesar mentioned in the pre-show. I guess I'll cut that out and put it at the end. But um, if you have the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack, you can also sign in on the Japanese account side and get the Rumble version. That's the one that they got. Is it? Fairly straightforward to make it through the menus on that one, Cesar. It's you could probably in, hold up like Google Translate and get through it, right? It's it's in Katakana. I can read it. Uh, There's not much kanji in there, but you can probably get the phone out and do it. So we're getting we're getting one of these 64 games a month. It seems like that's been the uh, yeah. Unless you're in Japan when they got two custom robos one month. They did. And these are out of the blue now. These are we're outside of the previously announced 64 titles, right? Like these when they are announced yeah. is like shocking. It's like the the Super Nintendo shit. Where we're like we're not gonna do a regular schedule. We'll just like shadow drop shit. And yeah. Either next week People are pretty much on it though because they there tends to be maintenance on these different mm-hmm. um, applications, and they go down for a small bit of time before right. new things are are put up on them. So. Pretty much everybody knows when stuff's going to get get announced because there's usually some kind of, I, I guess it's a bot or something on Twitter that keeps track of it. it. Says, "Hey, this is down for service. Expect an announcement." So, almost like the Apple Store when they're about to have a big show and they yep. they shut down the Apple Shop. So I can't can't buy anything right now. Wonder what the next game is. What's our speculation? I don't know. I'm just waiting for the day that we finally get that. This rumored GoldenEye announcement, and we can just have GoldenEye on Switch and play it over the internet. And... So Rare's given us Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah, They made a shit ton of games for the 64. Would they dip back okay. into that? If they're allowed to, yeah. We need we need to get uh, Diddy Kong Racing. Um, I never spent much time with Diddy Kong Racing. You didn't? It's a, it's a great racer. I know it's, it's up there. Well, most of my time was the DS version. I put a shit ton of time on the DS one. So, Cesar, I think you and I played it back then. Mm. I think it had a, a ad hoc racing of sorts. I like the the Lego Star Wars. I was coerced to buy in, and then now to own that copy. <laughs> I think I rebought it later. Thank you for bringing up bringing up Lego Star Wars DS at any forget, chance. Because I remember you, we, you're like, let's jump on this, and we both bought it. And you're like, this game is garbage. And then talking <laughs> next, and I was like, yeah, I returned it. I was like, never kept me in the loop. <laughs> I took it back. Uh, we've also got Perfect Dark is the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Like Perfect Dark 64 with some Ooh. sort of online component would be really cool. That would be good. If not, I mean, you would never know if the netcode was bad or if it was just lag. But it can, considering. It Considering they're supposed to be working on, they're, I mean, they're having trouble with uh, that reboot of that franchise. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice if they let Nintendo release that original version on there. Yeah. And it does not hurt the development of the new one. It's like, okay, make no. Perfect Dark relevant 
where people are talking about it. That's that's on that rare replay though, isn't it? Yes, and it's the really good 360 port, which is fantastic. And I think that's on Game Pass too. So yeah, not the it's not the gaming classic uh, Perfect Dark Zero, Richard's favorite. Perfect Dark Zero fun. <laughs> you forgot the subtitle. Fun, zero fun. I zero literally, I think fun. I fired it up one time and played it. It's like, it's like a PS. It looks like a PS2 game. The models on there were real bad. I bought a game system to play that game, and it's <laughs> was disappointed. I, I love Perfect Dark, but I was never dumb enough to buy a game system for Perfect Dark. So. Ooh, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted me some Perfect Dark Zero bad. I no bought other games. I bought other games. I didn't buy it for Perfect Dark, but that was a huge motivator. I was I was a lame I don't think I bought a 360 until uh, Lost Odyssey came out. That was that was it. It's a good timetable. I sold mine right after launch and didn't get another one for a while. I think it was Gears 2 when I jumped on mine. Might have been the first. Ge- no, I launched the first Gears. Anyways, let's go into games played and get the hell out of here. It's Sunday night. I've played some Halo. <laughs> I played <laughs> played with you guys last week. Yeah. Sound like you sound like a Howie Mandel segment or something like that. I played some Halo. It's, I mean, as you guys know, it's kind of my go-to game, and yep. if I have free time, it's just kind of how it works out. I did a lot of organizing the past week, so that was probably the main bit of my. Did I talk about the modded Xbox I got in? Mm, not on the, here. I got to swap yeah. the. I did talk about it last week. Yeah, I've got a busted. The DVD drives on it bad. It, on it is bad. So the mod chip is fine. The hard drive seems to be okay. It's a. It's a. So if you soft mod an Xbox, you have to back up the the key on the hard disk and then flash it to the new one, right? If you if you hard mod it, which is a mod chip, I'm not playing Alex Kid on anything. Then <laughs> uh, five. Then you can pop any hard drive in there. So there's a 160 gig hard drive on this on this Xbox and. You can play games off of it fine, and it boots fine. The disk drive is non-functional. And I replaced the belt because the drive didn't come out at all, and I replaced the belt in it, got that working. And it will read, it will do enough because it was shaking and rattling and shit, right? And I didn't want to put one of my game, my good games in there, so I put Madden 07 in there. And it, it recognizes it. You see it in that dashboard, that custom dashboard. It says Madden 07, and then it doesn't actually play the game, so... I've got another 1.6 Xbox that is like doesn't even power on, so I may strip that uh, DVD drive and pop it in there and see if I get any luck. In my research, all the DVD ROMs in the Xboxes are swappable across any of them, so it doesn't matter. It just so happens that I have another 1.6 that is the same version of this one because you don't have to take the clock capacitor out of the 1.6 Xboxes. That's important to know. But I'm kind of tinkering around with that. I haven't. I haven't messed with it. I need to break out the other, my other donor Xbox and take that drive out of it. But we played some matches Monday, I think it was. We all played. Yeah, was, was that our us, epic? Plus, uh, yeah, friend of the, of the show, show Russell. Russell was on there with us. Yeah, we had some good rounds. Was there anything of note? This wasn't our epic comeback. That was two weeks ago. That was. Yeah. That might not ever happen again. That was the type of rounds of Halo that keeps you coming back. Uh, and then Cesar and I were on last night with the the usual group. We didn't play super late. Um, we got the usual modes, had the usual results, had some decent runs, had some bad runs. Uh, Brant, did you give up on us on Saturday night? It was not, it was uh, not I, I planned to get on last night, but mm. like right around 9 o'clock, we had some heavy thunderstorms come through. And the power started like just kind of flickering every now and then. I'm like, okay. I, 
No, this ain't happening. <laughs> this this like, probably Whoa. this this ain't the night because we we were even trying to just sit there and watch stuff on the TV and like the the Wi-Fi and everything would cut out and have to restart everything. I'm like, yeah, not not, not a gaming it's not night. Not meant to be. Not meant to be. Uh, I guess most of our free time, we went through Stranger Things. We went through this final, or not final season, but this most recent season of Stranger Things. And as you guys have already mentioned, it is very, very good. That is some that is some very strong TV. Uh, a couple of the characters' plights I'm, I was kind of over with, just tired of their, you know, they were either poorly written this season or I just didn't really, wasn't really invested in them anyways. But everything by the end of it all kind of added up. And yeah. There was, of course, the uh, we talked about uh, me being on a Metallica kick a couple of months ago. There's a Metallica scene. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody, but it's, it's a so, fu- scene. so fucking good. It's like, oh, it's so and good. he learned he learned that he learned the chords like he learned yeah, the he right did. stuff to play. It was pretty cool. And then I've started reading. Uh, there's another Netflix show called Sandman. And I've always heard about this franchise. Yep. Um, when I worked at the I would moonlight at uh, an EB Games that is kind of centrally located to us. And the assistant manager there adored this franchise. And it's all, it was like her, she would find a segue into Sandman whenever anybody brought up anything <laughs> halfway related to it. She was pretty cool. I like, I learned a lot from her about all types of other media. I think gaming was like a smaller division of her interest. And there were like other, she was an art student. So there was like other arts things that had brought her into the gaming segment of it. So. She was always fun to work with. She she had some uh, different influences, you know. But I started reading the. They've got the graphic novel omnibus things. Not not omnibus. This is there is an omnibus, but it's very expensive. They're like collections of fifteen to twenty issues yeah. or something like that. And I want to read some of that because uh, the missus and I watched the trailer for that show and seemed like something we'd be interested in. So, from what I'll I start. hear, that sh- the the adaptation's pretty good and it's yeah, it's it's supposed to be really really good. I've heard a lot about it. So I just started reading that. I had to learn. Uh, Cesar got me hooked on manga 15 <laughs> years ago, I guess. So I had to like relearn the right way to do a graphic novel going going back. Left or right. Uh, yeah, basically. But just like the flow is different because I want to read. I want to read it backwards. Yeah. You know, I want to go that that to me is like the right. I've read so many of those that way. It's uh, it's jarring to switch back over and. Uh, friend of the show, I won't name him, was making fun of me and telling me I had a manga brain and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, that, this, like this is how I'm wired. It's different, man. I had to like mean, I don't know. I looked up a guide. I was like, how to read a graphic novel. I wanted to make sure I was doing the right thing. <laughs> Did you have to wiki how to it? <laughs> now Brant's making fun of me. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, years, I, I've man, read I both. I've read both. So I didn't grow up with comic books. I didn't read comic books like that, despite I my didn't, dad. I didn't read a lot of comic, comic book books. But manga was like my deep dive into these characters and worlds and stories yeah. and that kind of thing. And so it's like it's like to- the bubbles and the flow and all that kind of stuff's totally different. This is what it looks like when the character's thinking something. This is what it looks like. And I, I'm intuitive. I figure out certain things. But I just wanted to, like, I've got this, I've got this commitment. I bought the first two volumes. It's like, I want to get the most out of this. I want to make sure I'm doing it the right way. Manga brain. Thanks, Brant. You just reconfirmed. Friend of the show, Robbie, for criticizing me. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. Oh, manga brain. Manga brain. He's a big comic book guy, and I don't know that manga is something 
I'm sure he's because he likes anime too. I don't know. He was making fun of me. It was funny. It was over a chat thread. I didn't take it personally. <laughs> I was laughing. Uh, but those are my games played this week. I don't think I played anything else. Cesar, bring us home. <laughs> Until Brent brings us home. And cut out Brent altogether. <laughs> he's next. <laughs> Brent, Brent is, uh, he's off-site. Boys and goal. Off-site um, Brent. Off-site Brent. Pause the photo. Is Yoshi's story on that? Uh, uh, yes, I Switch believe online? So. The two-hour Yoshi story? Yeah. No, no. Uh, I've been busy with work, so I haven't really played that much this week. So I think uh, I started replaying uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 because I don't remember everything that happened to it before I started going to number three again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did a new game. I was, I was going to watch the event theater and just watch the cutscenes. But then Roger I was like, Ebert's, I beat the shit already. Roger Ebert's favorite film. Yeah, yeah, 4K, 60 frames. Uh, no commentary. <laughs> no commentary, yep. From, uh, was it Stone Z Gamer? Um, 69,420. And uh, I, I said fuck it because I haven't played a game like where I just did New, new Game Plus in a long time. And so I just actually just started a new game and I've been blowing through it. So it's like the, I guess it was like me watching all the cutscenes with just more running. I'm literally just taking out the weapons and killing people instantly. And that's funny to me. So, because I like, you start off with like the ultimate weapon already equipped. So you're, o- like, you're I'm, overpowered throughout the whole thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm level yeah. 99. So I'm like, I'm, I'm literally, it's like, I haven't done shit like that since like Final Fantasy seven, where I just that's literally cool. just open up a battle and instantly killing people and just running through it. And it's funny to me. So yeah, whenever that runs out of charm, I'll go back to the event theater and just go watch the rest of the cutscenes and, Right now, it's still funny to me. It's still in the beginning. So, <laughs> um, after a while, it's gonna get boring. But I don't feel like doing this. Uh, but uh, um, yeah, I'm going through that. So, because I, I never beat two, I think I got halfway through two. So I gotta go through two and go through three and all that because they, they all interconnect pretty well uh, from what everybody's saying. Uh, outside of that, I've been playing uh, more Yudakitu, which I talked about last time. You did. Uh, and I finished up that segment with Sengoku and, and Lena. And that whole bit was what I thought it was going to be where, you know, the per she was affected. She was the survivor of that, that apartment fire. So, and you have to like, she has a choice to kill you or, or pardon you. And so it's like, you have to like present evidence kind of like Phoenix, right. And kind of like break cool. their logic. And he's, he's under the impression he's been framed and he's going to try to prove it to her. Um, and then they're like that's the end of the first chapter. So like you know, it's like there's five prisoners in there. So like the next set was a, a set of twins, uh, Raida and Fuda. And uh, there's a girl named uh, Kaguda who's what they call the. It's not the, the Fuda and and uh, Raida are the prisoners, and Kaguda is like the. I forgot what it was going to be. It's like the warden or whatever for that group. I'll just leave it at that. I don't think that's a word they used up on there. So. They all kind of same follow the same element where she came in there and she didn't care. But then, then you find out that these these twins are supposedly been framed for murdering her grandparents. And so hmm. as you go through the evidence, you'll find out that they're both left handed and, and like there's like stuff in there that connects them. Like they found their DNA at the scene and they're like, it's it's weird. And the guy's like, I was riding around in the mountains. I was like, I don't know how they found my DNA there. You know, it's like it's a lot of mystery in there. 
and it goes up into the next one with Gintok, uh, Gintok and then uh, Azane. And then, like, they're, they're the same way. Like, they came from a family that used to be drug dealers. And they played hide-and-seek, and, you know, he doesn't remember who he is. And they're apparently cousins. And so... They, she blames him for murdering all their family because I think they ended up like hey. they played hide and seek and they made it look like they were being kidnapped. And so like the the brothers ended up killing each other because they thought it was each other. Hide and seek's always fun until you end up killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> and so he gets adopted by a wealthy guy who's running this whole Yurikuta corporation is running this whole game thing. And he left the he lived a kush life and he forgot everything. He he lost his memory. And she had to, like, live with the shame of having, like, a drug dealer's last name and being treated like shit throughout her whole life because, you know, nobody trusted her. So she's trying to get her revenge. Like, all of these people have, like, something interconnecting with these other people that have been put together. Like, like the last one I was just playing before we started on here was uh, Hanukkah, which is, like, a pop idol star. And uh, Keiichi, which is, like, uh, her number one fan. And so, like, she, somebody had broken into her apartment was, like, a stalker. And he went after him and tried to help her. And she ended up killing the stalker and then ended up stabbing him. And so he was under the impression that he killed the stalker and the stalker stabbed him. But then they showed the video from the apartment like he, she was the one who actually did it. And so now he doesn't know what to believe because he, he thought he, she, he thought she was innocent the whole time. So now she's trying to convince him not to kill her. So like they have these little, like I said last time, they have these collars that just stab you with poison and kill you. And so like, and you don't know her whole story because it was weird because like normally you take the prayer, the, you take the um, the view of the prisoner. This one was different. You took the view of the the warden on this one, and it, it like I said, it, it's always been pretty interesting. It's a different so shakeup. So yeah. I, I, like I said, I'm going through that part now. Uh, I haven't got to the part where they all meet up because it's like they've done their own little side stories where these amusement parks recreate the crime scenes and kind of go through it. And you know, he learned the truth now that she purposely stabbed him, <laughs> and he's sitting there like, "What the fuck?" You know, he was under the impression that you know. She was trying to save him and stuff like that, so... That's gotta be jarring. Yeah, yeah. He, he, some, somehow her apartment was rigged where they recorded and then he played the video and he's like, this is not how it happened. Like, you told me it was gonna happen. Like, how it happened, so... But yeah, so far, so good. Uh, like I said, I, I'm only halfway through the game, so it's probably, I think, another three chapters to go through until they kind of, like, tie everything together. Uh, I'm not sure what the fuck's going on with Kobayashi and Alan Poe, Akechi, which I guess is, like, the detective... People that got there for they call them the peeping toms or something like that. They just been running around doing bullshit. They haven't done anything. And the, the detectives are the peeping toms. Apparently, I, I don't I don't know their full story, man. They're just fucking around. I I, I have literally no idea. <laughs> so it's what it's all is this? What all is this available on again? Uh, I think this is on PS4, PS5, Switch, and maybe Xbox. No PC. Uh, PC, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's on still so everything. Not on Xbox. Everything but Xbox, yeah. Okay. Not you, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So far, so Xbox good, man. Better. It's, it, it, I'm enjoying the hell out of it, so. All right. That's 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 it for me this week. Um, give it out to Brant. Brant, bring us home. Got to an answer for Richard's question. That's it. Mm, yep. Because mm, 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 mm. I'm thinking, like... We just got Wave Race. It's a big, you know, it's huge fanfare. Everybody's talking about it. I feel like the next one's a clunker somehow. Uh, it's like Nintendo. Pokemon, Pokemon Puzzle League or Disney's Magical <laughs> Bakery. The Pokemon Puzzle League's not bad, though. It's not not the definition of a clunker. 
Yeah, it's just kind of an odd title, but it's it is actually a pretty good puzzle game. Blast Core, Space Ooh, Station, no, Silicon okay. Valley. Space Station Silicon Valley has been lost mm-hmm. to time and space. Yeah, that's a popular one. You know what I was thinking about? I, sorry, Brant. This You're good. Last tangent. It has been 14 years since we got last got a console army men game. We are due oh with gosh. all with all this 3DO. shit. 3DO. We are due for Made an by army the men revival. <laughs> we'll just wait to have a good time with the 64 ones. We love those games. We'll just wait for the Embracer Company to buy 3DO, and then you'll get your army <laughs> men game. Yeah. And they better make a 3DO mini. A 3DO mini. Oh my god! <laughs> Here we go. All the we, shit. Do we just download the, tangent, the, download the wrongs internet and just burn them on disc and put them on there too? So. <laughs> Brant's like, I'm gonna bring this uh, train to a full halt so I can get to my games playing. <laughs> 3DO mini. 3DO mini, and it better not have two controller ports on it. You have to still daisy chain. You link them together. USB at the front. Yeah. You link them together. <laughs> That way, nine ten or whatever that yeah, was. If you start beating the uh, player one, they can, uh, in a rage fit of rage, unplug, unplug your, your controller. Ass. Yeah, it was a novel idea though, because only one person had to be connected to the console. It wasn't a, wasn't an awful idea. <laughs> no, and you didn't have to buy a multi tap or anything like That's that. True. But it easy was, chain. Ugh, it was still weird. It was still it, really freaking weird. It was definitely weird. Nobody did it before. Nobody's done it since. No. Uh, well, aside from some some Halo with y'all, I haven't really gotten to play much. Uh, I've kind of been on my um, weirdo bullshit over here. <laughs> what is uh, bullshit? So, uh, back in the day, I used to be a, a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan. Um, finish uh, Richard Quest 64. That's the game. Let's go. Quest 64. Yeah, yes, there one. we go. That's the right type of. It won't be a deep cut like a Goemon or a, a big title like a Perfect Dark. It'll be Aiden Chronicles. Quest 64 or Aiden Chronicles. Yep. <laughs> Might get both. Two this month. They'll sneak it. They'll preview it too. Like, you're getting two world-class RPGs this month. That's what it'll be. Sorry, so what's your, uh, what does your Yu-Gi-Oh bullshit consist of, Brian? So, I mean, recently, like, I've... I, I still have all I think all my old cards and are, are still somewhere around in here um, in a box s- somewhere. Um, but, you know, recently, uh, Kazuki Takahashi, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, actually passed away. Oh, uh, kind of a weird, like a weird thing. He was he was found off the coast. He had like gone scuba diving or snorkeling or something and uh it it was it was weird he was like by himself and i think he wound up getting attacked by some animal or something so yeah what and he was he was like i think he was only like 60 something that's so, awful but it's like the the <clears throat> the creator shin chan was the same way he was like he went on a hike and they found him like falling off a cliff dead yeah it's weird i mean if he, especially like you know you go dive and you're supposed to go with with somebody because you never know there's all sorts of things that could go wrong yep. but man was out there doing whatever he loved but uh you Found know got, dead at sea it's crazy yeah, got me got me like looking and, and thinking about it again and so i started i started looking um i bought a Yu-Gi-Oh game like a couple years ago for switch and i 
I freaking hated it. Um, so I started looking at more of the recent stuff, and about a year and a half ago, uh, in Japan, they got a new series because uh, there's okay six seven arcs of Yu-Gi-Oh or something now. Um, but they got a new series and they called it Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens, but it's number six in the series. So go figure that. Sure, um, that helps. But uh, it revolves around a new way to play the card game that they call Rush Duels. And I watched like the first couple episodes, and then like I got my family into it. We watched <laughs> it. It's so freaking good, and I went all in. I'm like, because uh, apparently cool. they. They just started translating it over here. We were supposed to get it, I guess, in the, sometime in 2020. And because of everything that happened, that kind of got delayed. So they just started uh, putting it into English over here. Um, but a lot of the... Um, uh, all the cards are still in Japanese. They're, they have not done any English cards. But they do have a, a game for Switch... That is, it's physical English, or it's physical Japanese, but there's no physical English. It's only digital. So, I wound up buying that. It's Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush Duels Dawn of the Battle Royale. But it's not, you know, not a Battle Royale in the sense of... Yu-Gi-Ohs drop on an island? (laughs) But, um... And, you know, it it puts you as this uh, kind of random character. You know, you just name them. And you, you're kind of dropped into the story. You're dropped into the school uh, where all the other characters go. And you just kind of participate. and Which is interesting because we just got to an episode in the show where this character from the game, this like new, this kind of random character, just shows up <laughs> in, the, uh, in the anime for like two seconds. So, um, hmm. But yeah. Is the game good? What is your history with Yu-Gi-Oh games? Like, have you played almost all of them? Um, I've got, I've got the one for PS One over here, which is an awkward game. It's really kind of, kind of garbage when it compares to the actual game. I have one of the Game Boy. It was Game Boy or Game Boy Color titles. Um, and then three of the Game Boy Advance titles. Um, I remember those being very popular. We sold a shit. The Game Boy Advance ones were, were very, very good. That whole set I've got, there's like sacred cards and worldwide edition and all, but all of those were really good. Uh, I know they made one for GameCube. I never, I never got, I think they made one for PS2 that I never got. And I know they made one for xbox i have all, i have the xbox one yeah they were all different versions and i never really got to play uh any of those um and then it's, xbox is like duelist of the roses or something yes like that, i think yeah that sounds right um there's like a mobile game there's a couple mobile games now there's a few different versions i guess you can get um there's I'm trying to remember which one it is I have for for Switch. Honestly, might, that seems like a Yu-Gi-Oh title seems like a perfect free to play, free to start mobile type game. Well, see now now they have that. They have like a it's called like Master Master Duels or something like that, where they are 
it's basically free to play and you can just join in and it's but the whole you get a the, free deck of cards to start off with like common yeah. stuff and um but the whole thing with this new series is you know back in the original stuff I probably deleted it because I hated that game so much. I don't have it on my Switch right here. Um, uh, But the character thinks the card game has gotten too rigid and too bogged down by rules. So he Mm -hmm. makes his own rules. He makes like a brand new, brand new way to play it and approach it. And really, if anybody like followed Yu-Gi-Oh!, when they were kids and it like started seeing it change, it just pro- got progressively more and more and more complicated. So this really makes it a whole lot more simple. And to me kind of reignited my, uh, intrigue in it and kind of that brought it back for you, that feeling I had when I first, you know, watched the anime as a kid and, you know, played the card game because it was, you know, it was new, it was fun, it was pretty simple and everything. And um, so it's, this was interesting. And I actually, I like the game. It's um, it's pretty, pretty good. Uh, the graphics and everything are good. The one thing is because it kind of puts you in like little sandboxes of the area so you're in this big city and you know you can go to the schoolyard or the um the concert hall or you know wherever Mm. and sometimes running around especially in handheld it looks it seems like the frame rate drops in some places when you first get in there and you're like walking around um but as you're playing there's there's like 3d elements to it there's exploration and stuff yeah but as you're actually like playing the card game everything's fine and it'll it'll do special animations, you know, when like special cards are summoned and stuff, things like your uh, you know, typical. Everybody knows blue eyes. Blue so. eyes, white dragon. It's the only thing I know about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. But yeah, I've I've gone crazy. I've I've ordered a, a bunch of these cards. They apparently over in Japan because this whole thing is Yu-Gi-Oh sevens. The main character has a monster that is like sevens. There's a bunch of sevens archetype. Lucky sevens. They're sevens magicians. Uh, and apparently they did a promotion with seven eleven. And there's a bunch of seven. Ah. There are seven seven eleven promo cards. Slurpy cards. So, <laughs> so uh, that's that's about it. That. Um, that's cool that this has come back around for you <laughs> and other than that uh, I've just been already preparing months in advance for Halloween because I'm all about some Halloween and I'm in the process of buying and, and hand making props and things for, for the home for Very Halloween cool. that season has begun huh yes definitely alright is that it for us that's it Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. See you. Be here. Is it really episode 221? Nope, I'm just making shit up. Uh, Brant took offense to that. I'm sorry, Brant.
What happened? <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize, sir. <laughs> I was just making a joke. Oh, that is a man upset. <laughs> <laughs> He's offended with his numbering scheme. I don't know what's going on. Struck a chord with the newsmaster. Go. <laughs> don't go against the newsmaster. <laughs> <laughs> He'll come after you. <laughs> We uh, do we just keep having? Do we just have the DMCA from the way racing knock us down? Probably. That'd be great. I don't know. I'll 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 probably stream a bunch of shit that has licensed music because one thing I'm finding about all these games from a bunch of these games from the '90s is they were obsessed with damn Rob Zombie. <laughs> Dragon oh, yeah. licensed on everything. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Then it came back like 2008, 2010-ish. It's like mm-hmm. we had more Dragula again all over everything. Freaking um, Way of the Warrior up there. Nothing but White Zombie. Uh, and that was 3DO. I talked like, about uh, more Twisted Metal. More real human. Yeah. Twisted Metal 3 had, had some Rob Zombie. Twisted Metal 4 had some Rob Zombie in it, too. Um, Is there... Is there a more radio-friendly version of More Human than Real Human? So that I can yeah. not have the beginning part playing in the car with my family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's an edit somewhere. Radio Usually edit. when... Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, when I hear the radio edit, they, they take all that out. What was what was the other one? Ooh, yeah, Sledstorm. I don't know if any of you played Sledstorm for PS1. That ad... I have it on PS1 and PS2. I want to say, wanna say like a, it was like Dracula on there. It's like a PS2 pseudo sequel of that one. Mm-hmm. I think it was a CD-ROM on PS2. That was a that was a pretty good game. I think both versions are highly regarded, despite being like a cross-gen. Because I think they're two different games. Yeah. Do that one day, Brent. Uh, stream the Sled Storms. Sled Storm, dedicated Sled Storm Sled box. Storm. I have some kind of snowboarding game on uh, snow sled game on PS3. I forgot what it's called though. This is like a snow cross. You gotta see if this is like a snow cross game, right, Brant? It's like the snow jet skis. Yeah, it's the uh, snowmobiles. Is that snowmobile, what it's called? Yeah, I got there. Hold on. Snow jet skis. I'll take snow jet skis snow for four hundred. Sled snowworm. Yeah. It's a good ass game. Is it advertised on the back who the licensed music is with? No, it was an electronic arts joint though. One to one to one to four player. It's the only way to play. Four players on PS One. Interesting. Yeah, I got the boomerang multi tap. Uh, I think in the closet. So. <laughs> nope, it's right see, here. See if that brings it to its knees. See if it gets uh, in shambles with the four player. Mm-hmm. There's the boomerang. There's the boomerang, and then there's the uh, the boring brick mini PS Two. Multi-tap. Were, used to have people come in looking for those, right? And uh, there's compatibility issues with those. Those are not all universally like the same size. Really? Yeah. Some of them are for the slim. There's like spacing in the memory card and the controller that's different. Zussar, do you remember that? Uh, hmm. I think I had it. I think I bought. Interesting. I had that uh, Logitech wireless controller with that nub. Yeah. And it doesn't fit the, in. the slim PS2s right, so like lifts yeah. it up. So my my workaround was to buy the fucking multitask, so I'd have to deal with that shit. So. Yeah, that's a solution. 
until they came out with that uh retro fighters controller now not to deal with that shit so <laughs> 20 years in the future you finally mm-hmm. have your you have your ultimate solution <laughs> i just it need just to take wait. time stop being a bitch just wait it just takes time don't be a bitch wait two decades like uh the grandma from uh dragon quest 6 that didn't make it i'm glad we uh we keep bringing that back i think about her all the time i want to play dragon quest 6 in her memory and just skip straight <laughs> to the sixth one one through five straight to six they're all loosely connected right not not direct sequels or anything i think one two three and eleven are in the same universe but then four five six are together i believe so yeah that's on some of that breath of fire shit i don't know i don't know enough because <laughs> like one and two breath and fire are like directly connected and the rest of them are like loosely connected in the same universe kind of thing right we have a character named ryu that's it and chocobos <laughs> nina ryu and nina every game nina yeah 